For almost 40 years, an incredible phenomena has been occurring in a remote village of Bosnia-Herzegovina, which may contain secrets that could change life as we know it. After hearing of a number of miracles from first-hand witnesses, I wonder if this could be a giant wake-up call for humanity. Considering once these secrets are revealed, it could be too late, this just might be worth taking a look into. I'm Shannon Gieselman, and since the day I discovered this place called Medjugorje, I haven't been able to take my mind off of it. Why doesn't everyone know about it? Well, join me as I bring real-life stories of miracles of Medjugorje and why this is a modern-day case for grace. Welcome back to the Miracles of Medjugorje and another day in the life of COVID. You know, I never really used to ever watch a lick of news up until this year. It just seems like my world of living in the messages and the warnings of Our Lady are now merging with the current events. If there's one good thing that comes out of this whole thing, it's the great wake up and shake up of society. I have been so engrossed in the happenings that I'm finding it hard to focus on much of anything else. And you can't run from it. It's like every conversation you have always seems to end up talking COVID. So as a result, I am way off my regular programming. <laughs> my apologies. Eventually, I would like to talk about how the messages and secrets of Medjugorje pertain to our world today. But before we get there, I think I need to lay the foundation. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, so to speak. All right, so let's get back to the very beginning of what even put this remote village of Medjugorje on the map. Medjugorje, the name, literally translates to between the mountains in Croatian. Thousands of years ago, the valley was covered by the sea between two mountain ranges. As legend has it, back in 1932, Pope Pius VI had a dream. He found himself climbing an unfamiliar mountain where he encounters the Virgin Mary. She asked him, I want you to build a cross where I stand. This place will become very important. He says to himself, where am I? She says, Yugoslavia. And smiling, she gently says, remember that mountain. And then the Pope suddenly woke up. A few months later, he received a request from the Archbishop of Mostar in Yugoslavia, which is now Bosnia-Herzegovina. The diocese wanted to build a concrete cross on Mount Sipovac, the former name of Mount Krizovac, to commemorate the 1900th anniversary of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. When the Pope saw a picture of the site, he whispered to himself, I was there. It was that mountain that he had seen in his dream. Then he signed the order and they started work immediately. The Holy Father proclaimed 1933 a holy year because it marked the 1900th anniversary of our Lord's death on the cross. On this mountain, the villagers constructed the 1610 cross in less than three weeks during an exceptionally brutal winter. They carried up all the materials like cement, sand, water, tools, all in memory of Christ's way of the cross. Archives revealed they performed this difficult task in order to leave to their descendants a clear and visible proof of their deep faith. On March 15, 1934, it was finally complete, with the words engraved, To Jesus Christ, Redeemer of the human race, from every evil deliver us, O Jesus. 
On the back side of the cross are the dates 33 to 1933. Doesn't it make you wonder what's in store for 2033, which is the 2000th anniversary since Christ died? That's just around the corner. The villagers began to meet every year on top of the mountain for Holy Mass to celebrate the Feast of the Triumph of the Holy Cross. This was on September 14th. Although it was forbidden to have any outside religious gatherings, the communist government authorities made this one exception every year. One not so small detail about this cross is inside, it contains a relic of the true cross of Jesus which was received from Pope Pius VI. This is the same Pope who had the dream. This relic was obtained from the larger part of the cross, the original cross that remains in our Church of Holy Cross of Jerusalem in Rome. Before 1933 and the erection of the cross, Medjugorje endured many hailstorms that destroyed villagers' crops in the fields. This was devastating because the villagers relied on their tobacco and grape crops for their livelihood. Upon completion of the cross, the storms that ravaged the crops ceased. Only on occasion would a hailstorm come through with just a fraction of the strength. Krisovac, which means Mount of the Cross, is the highest mountain in the area. Our Lady has indicated that it's all part of God's design. On August 31st, 1984, it was recorded that Mary said, I love the cross which you have providentially erected on Mount Krisovac in a very special way. Go there more often and pray. Some of the most frequently witnessed signs in the early days of the apparition involves those seen at the cross mountain. Both villagers and pilgrims have reported seeing the cross spinning, changing into a column of light, or disappearing altogether. Even they've seen a silhouette of Our Lady appearing near it. These signs have lasted anywhere from a few minutes to a half an hour. And it was reported to be most intense on October 21st and 22nd in 1981, which was during the trial of Father Zavko, the pastor of St. James Church in Medjugorje, who was actually taken prisoner during that time. Famous author Wayne Weibel also personally witnessed such phenomena as he describes in his book, The Messages of Medjugorje. Cross Mountain is central to one's pilgrimage to Medjugorje. It's a penitential climb that leads pilgrims to reflect on their relationship with God and what they need to change in their lives to draw closer to him. Often deep healing, cleansing, and peace is experienced at the summit of the mountain at the foot of the cross. Our Lady has made it clear in her messages that it's her desire to see pilgrims climbing both Cross Mountain and Apparition Hill. Taking it even a step further, some pilgrims often pay penance by climbing Cross Mountain on bare foot as like a humbling act of service to God, some even on their knees. Many have reported a supernatural ability to make the climb without their typical physical ailments that they would otherwise normally have. The physically disabled will often find willing volunteers to help carry them up on an upright stretcher. In fact, I had a friend who said she assisted an elderly person who, who could only but shuffle his feet the entire way. It took them five hours to get up, but they did it, of course. On December 31st, 1981, one of the visionaries asked Our Lady if she really is appearing at the foot of the cross. She responded, almost every day I'm at the foot of the cross. Perhaps we'll come to know more about the significance of this special mountain once the secrets are revealed. One thing I find very interesting pertaining to this mountain is the potential role it could play in the third secret of Fatima. 
It is well known Medjugorje is the fulfillment of whatever plan the Blessed Mother began in Fatima. This was verified by both the visionary Lucia as well as Pope John Paul II. On August 25, 1991, the Virgin gave this message for the world. With your help, everything that I desired to realize through the secrets I began in Fatima may be fulfilled. I call you, dear children, to now grasp the importance of my coming and the seriousness of the situation. Okay, so we understand that she has a plan involving secrets that started in Fatima to be revealed in Medjugorje. I mean, well, that's what I take of it anyway. So for reference, here is the infamous third secret of Fatima verbatim. At the left of Our Lady and a little above, we saw an angel with a flaming sword in his left hand flashing. It gave out flames that looked as though they would set the world on fire, but they died out in contact with the splendor that Our Lady radiated towards him from her right hand. Pointing to the earth with his right hand, the angel cried out in a loud voice, penance, penance, penance. And we saw an immense light that is God, something similar to how people appear in a mirror when they pass in front of it, a bishop dressed in white. We had the impression that it was the Holy Father. Other bishops, priests, men, and women religious going up a steep mountain, at the top of which there was a big cross of rough-hewn trunks, as of a cork tree with a bark. Before reaching there, the Holy Father passed through a big city half in ruins and half trembling with halting steps. Afflicted with pain and sorrow, he prayed for the souls of the corpses he met on his way. Having reached the top of the mountain on his knees, at the foot of the big cross, he was killed by a group of soldiers who fired bullets and arrows at him. And in the same way, there died one after another, the other bishops, priests, men and women religious, and various lay people of different ranks and positions. Beneath the two arms of the cross, there were two angels, each with a crystal aspisorium, which is like a holy bowl, in his hand, in which they gathered up the blood of the martyrs and with it sprinkled the souls that were making their way to God. Now, I don't want to draw any apocalyptic conclusions, but it's hard not to think of this formidable mountain could be that of Mount Krizovac. According to one source, when Lucia was asked about the third secret, she said it was in the Gospels and in the Apocalypse. The Apocalypse is another way of saying revelations. And at one point, she had even specified Apocalypse chapters 8 to 10. That range includes the book of Revelation 12.4, the chapter and verse cited by Pope John Paul II in his homily in Fatima on May 13th in the year 2000. And with that, I will turn this over to your own personal discernment. Thank you everyone for tuning in. I invite you to contact me with your personal stories about Medjugorje. Seeing as how I can't seem to get there myself, I would sure love to hear from you so I can learn and live vicariously. Until then, thank you and God bless.